Hi, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of the Vet Method podcast, where we bring team training concepts to independent veterinary practice owners who want to grow revenues through a high performance team. My name is Sanjay Mangabai, and I'm so pleased to be joined today by Susie Samuels. Hi, Susie. Welcome. Hi, Sanjay. Thank you so much for asking me. Uh, I'm on the south coast, so we're based in Fareham. Um, mm. So we're, we're we're on the Solent. You can you can see uh, the Isle of Wight um, from uh, sort of five minutes from where we are across the Solent. Ah, really nice, and it's a bit warmer at the moment. I, I'm hoping, just like it is down in Salisbury, because raining this morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are very close to each other, aren't we? So I imagine our weather is pretty similar right now. Just to let everyone know, Susie is a practicing vet for over a decade. Um, she is the founder and CEO of Vet Help Direct and the founder and non-executive director of Vets Digital, a veterinary specialist digital marketing agency. So the title of the podcast is The Digital First Veterinary Practice with Susie Samuels. And we're going to show people how to do that in just seven minutes. If you're ready to go, Susie, our time starts now. So question number one, Susie, who is your ideal client? So we have two sets of clients. We have our vet practices and our ideal vet practices are forward thinking, um, open-minded and innovative. And we're really lucky to work with uh, really the most innovative and forward thinking clinics in the country. On the other side, we have our marketplace. So the pet owners that visit Vet Help Direct um, we have a run rate of about 4.9 million pet owners visiting the website every year. And we're also very focused on them. And, and our ideal pet owner is, again, someone that is interested in their pet and looking to do the best for their pet. And we're there to help them with that um, and give the veterinary perspective on what they should be doing next. Okay, so that's quite interesting. So you've got your a little bit of a filter there. You, um, the vets need to be quite innovative. Um, I guess to adopt the the digital solutions that you provide, um, and it's an impressive number with the number of pets you have uh, or the pet owners that you're visiting um, your site. That's great, perfect. That leads us nicely onto question number two: What's the biggest problem that your clients face, and how would you help them solve it? So we aim to reduce barriers in accessing veterinary care. We want to make it as easy as possible for people to access veterinary advice and to access it in the format that's most easy for them. So that that can go from our blogs, um, our information articles, our interactive symptom checker on Vet Help Direct, through to being able to book an appointment with a local vet practice or access your pet's details at the touch of a button. So by making it as easy as possible for pet owners to connect with vets, we hope that more people will seek veterinary care earlier for their pets. And, and ultimately, that's a really significant um, thing to do for animal welfare. Yeah, that sounds um, right up there that um, promotes animal welfare, because if they can have an easy, simple way to access advice or care, then they're more likely to do it um, sort of quicker, um, which is the whole ethos of that. Um, that's great. Thank you. Question number three. What are the typical symptoms people experience with that problem? 
So we are thinking very much of people Googling their problems on the internet. So they're worried about their pet. Their instinct is to pick up the phone and Google not to ring their vet. Mm -hmm. um, and they'll find a whole lot of information from a whole wide range of different websites. Some of that will be trustworthy information. Some of it will not be credible. And it's really hard for pet owners to differentiate between that. And then when it comes to actually getting some individual advice from a vet, they've really got to um, telephone, maybe sit on the phone for quite a long time, talk to a receptionist, give over all their details. So it's just quite an arduous process to try and get some veterinary advice. And because it's easier then for people to go onto the internet and search, they end up you know, maybe not seeking veterinary care as early as they should. Um, and one of the things that's really important to us is making sure that local veterinary practices are at the centre of this innovation. We want, we want to make it easy for pet owners to access local vet advice. And the reason for that is that I think despite all of the innovations in um, remote medicine, um, telemedicine videos, um, all the wearables that we're seeing coming through, mm -hmm. despite that, for a long way into the future, hands-on veterinary care is still going to be a cornerstone of, of care for, for pets. And so therefore anything that disintermediates local vets by um, innovating and making it easier to get that initial advice from somewhere different ultimately chips away at the local vet practice. And we feel that that's going to be detrimental to animal welfare. So we're looking to empower local veterinary practices and reduce barriers to pet owners accessing advice from there. Okay, yeah, I mean, that, that's a really important thing, um, Susie. Um, everyone's afraid of Dr. Google, but, you know, it's so easy for a pet owner to just pick up a phone and, 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 and Google something. But as you quite rightly say, that's just information. They don't know the quality of the information and whether that's a trusted resource that they're looking for. And you're making it easy for them to access trusted information really easily. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, question number four, what are the common mistakes people make when trying to solve that problem? You know, the things they thought they were, they were going to work or the things they thought they were going to try themselves, but were never actually going to work. That's a really interesting question. <laughs> uh, and I, you know, I'm sure some of the things that we've tried, you know, haven't worked in the past and, and we've tried to iterate and, and build on them. Um, I think one of the biggest mistakes is trying to get either pet owners or vets to change their natural workflow. So, so to change something intrinsic about the way that they approach the problem. So if you insist that pet owners must download an app just to do something, or you insist that they must not, um, you know, uh, uh, Google something, then, then your, your plan is never going to work. And similarly, on the other side, if you insist that the vets have to really change profoundly the way that they work, they're so busy and that's just not going to happen. So we're trying to meet people where they are. We're trying to make sure that advice is available to pet owners on the platform that they naturally use um, and to vet practices with the, it just fits seamlessly into their workflow and they don't have to change the way they work. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting thing because, you know, to change the way you do things involves changing your habits and sometimes even the culture or the practice um, itself. Um, so, um, and, and vets being vets, I and mean, from personal experience, you'd always try and solve the problem yourself, you know? And you invariably do the wrong thing and you learn the hard way. I think it was Eleanor Roosevelt who said that you can't live long enough to make all the mistakes. So try and learn from other people. And you're providing the solution that uh, we don't have to make those mistakes, we just gotta reach out 
and um, and get some expert advice. Brilliant. Okay, thank you. Question number five. What's one valuable free action that someone listening to this can implement that will help them solve that problem? What's your top tip for that, Susie? So my tip really is around making sure that as a back practice, you're making it really easy to get hold of you, um, easy to book an appointment and easy to find information so that you can say to your clients, you know, look, we understand you want to look things up online that's completely normal please come to our website and you can only really do that if you've got a good comprehensive resource on the website um, and that's where our sort of interactive symptom checker and fact sheets come in um, and then uh, uh, sorry for, it's a good job you've got an editor <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so um, shall I just start that question again with that yeah, be all right? Yeah. Okay, so, so question number five, what's one valuable free action that someone listening to this can implement that will help them solve that problem? What's your top tip for that, Susie? So my top tip would really be to focus on providing advice for your clients um, online um, so that you can say to them, you know, look, we understand you want to look things up online but please come to our website because all of the information on our website is written by vets and you can trust it all. But to do that, you have to have a genuinely good resource, otherwise it won't work as a recommendation. Um, so that's where things like our symptom checker and fact sheets come in, where you can just plug it in, in, in one line of code, um, and then you have a, a constantly updated um, and, and very sort of vast resource. Okay, so, um, sorry. Yeah, uh, and then the other action would be to look at ways that your clients can access their own records so is there a way that they can log on and find their pets details keep them up to date and allow them to become more active stakeholders in their pets care mm -hmm. okay that's brilliant so it's kind of like taking the time to point people to the right information hopefully it's on the website and then you need to have the right information on the website so clients don't feel the need to go and try and find that information elsewhere kind of thing yeah brilliant it's a good tip great so let's go to question number six similar to question number five what what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will further help with the problem so um one thing i would suggest is is we have a blog that's constantly updated with sort of ideas on how to make it easier um, to communicate with clients and provide a really gold standard um, client um, experience online. Um, and uh, that would be vethelpdirect.com forward slash vets. Um, I think that would probably be a good place to start. Okay, brilliant. And we'll pop that um, the website address so that everyone can have access to it um, on the podcast. And finally, question number seven. What's the one question that I should have asked you, Susie, that would give great value to our audience? The key thing would be to really focus about on the digital customer experience when they're visiting your practice. This is going to become more and more important over the years. And I think vets have generally got really good at the in-person customer experience and, and people like Alison Lambert and OnSwitch have just transformed um, how the, the average client experience, I think, across the industry. Um, but I think then the area that's going to need more, you know, the same level of focus in the future is the digital experience. Um, and that needs to 
communicate, the offline needs to communicate with the online. So if somebody has an interaction with your practice online, when they come into the clinic, the in-person people need to know that that interaction has happened. And for that to work effectively, you have to have systems that synchronize with each other. Um, so that would be my, my tip is really look at your online customer journey. How can you improve it? How can you make it better? And start thinking ahead. There's no tool at the moment that solves that problem completely. But start thinking about how you might solve it and how you can be ready for a future when that is the key way that people get in touch with your practice. Absolutely. That's, that's really, really good advice there, Susie, because we know that things are, are, are well, they have been um, on a digital platform for some time. And uh, things are progressing and things are evolving and uh, vets have so much on their plates, but if they could just um, have someone else do all the digital stuff for them, then they can focus on what they are basically good at, which is taking care of kids. And uh, you know, giving clients information, giving them access to information um, would be a really good thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's perfect. Um, I don't think vet practices have a choice but to move on to um, a digital platform like the ones that you're talking about. Wow, Susie, that's um, really, really insightful and, and and interesting things that you're doing. And and I think it's going to just enhance animal welfare and the way practices run now and into the future. And we've got to embrace that kind of technology now. Um, and um, um, yeah, I look forward to watching this space. Thank you so much, Susie, for joining me on the Vet Method podcast. Um, and I hope to talk to you soon. Thank you, Sanjay. Okay, bye.